0: friends and thank you for tuning in to the hockey tank podcast this is sunday october 3rd in windy newfoundland and labrador canada my name is trevor blackler and today as always i'm joined with the bubbly and brilliant stephen hale what's on the go today buddy
1: not much man i was just uh, writing up some notes excited to get the podcast on the go uh got some news to talk about and it's going to be a fun time tonight
0: awesome i think so too uh have you been watching much of the preseason
1: i have when i'm available you know i'm in college like yourself while you're in university so you know life can be a bit um busy sometimes but when i get around i got a couple hours myself i'll watch uh whatever games on for sure man you. yeah
0: same i usually just stick to the highlights where i'm uh, i'm a busy man um is yeah. there any players that's impressing you uh so far
1: yeah i got three guys wrote down actually oh and, geez uh, what a coincidence Want me to talk about him now and get into it? Yeah, let's go uh, a few things. Sure,
0: man. I want to hear these uh, uh, three players, man. Well, you uh, we can just do something quick.
1: All right. Well, Lucas Raymond, obviously. I mean, this guy looks like a star in preseason. I don't know how many games he's played. Um, First-round draft pick of Detroit a couple of years ago. I mean, he's going to light the league up one day, I think. Uh, a couple of great passes. Uh, he made a great pass to Larkin the other night in his first game back. And uh, he was making uh, – just, like, solo efforts, man. He just gets the puck and goes, and he's got really good control, and he's got good edge work, and uh, he's very strong on the puck for somebody who's not, like, very big. He doesn't look big on the ice, but he's a he's a great player, man, and I think he's going to be um, – I think he might sneak into the prospects, and I kind of feel bad for not having him in my top five prospects now because, man, he looked really good against NHL players.
0: Yeah. Uh, during his time with the prospect, uh, those prospect games Detroit had, uh, man, he looked amazing and his shot too. He went, yeah, like roof titty on some goalie. I can't remember what team he was playing, but man, just an absolute snipe. So, I'm really yeah. excited to watch this guy in, uh, yeah,
1: he's good in
0: Motown this year.
1: Yeah. Um, another guy got wrote down from New Jersey. I got Doss Mercer, the new man. Let's go. Let's he's go. Been, hometown he's been looking boy. really good. This guy looks good, man. He looks NH already. I kind of figured – I was kind of thinking he was going to play in the uh, AHL this year because he just came out of the queue. So, usually a lot of players will have a year in the AHL regardless. I mean, he was a mid-round pick in the first round. So, I mean, it's, it's no trouble for him to make the team. If he shows guys up, I mean, he should make the team. And when I'm watching this guy, I mean, he looks like an NHL-level player already. Quick, I mean, he can kill penalties. He, he's on the – he was on the first power play the other night in the preseason game. He was on the power play with Heischer, Zaka uh hamilton and i am not sure oh my god they had dawson mercer put in front of the net like tipping shots and you know getting you know digging for the puck and that's what he's good at he's not flashy but he's uh he don't he plays the game the right way and i think he's gonna have a few games in this year and if he starts scoring points i mean he's gonna carve himself out of spot full time i believe uh great great player Yeah, yeah
0: for sure um yeah yeah, I I didn't think he was gonna make the roster this year, but Detroit is or Jesus, New Jersey is kind of hurting on uh wingers, especially deep yeah. in their lineup. So I wouldn't be surprised if he got in there for a few games.
1: Yeah, and he's not the he's not like the guy who's um playing that skill game either. I mean, he's gonna work hard and you need those guys in your lineup to be successful. So I think that's how he's gonna make his way into that lineup, playing that type of game. And he's skilled too. Like if you've seen a shootout goal, he can he's got some soft hands to come with it. So I mean he's you got a bit of everything. So. Yeah. Excited to see. Um, and the third guy who I've been impressed with in preseason is Evgeny Svechnikov in Winnipeg. Oh,
0: don't be saying that, <laughs> I love him in Detroit. So I mean this guy is breaking like, my heart here,
1: man. This guy's a really good skater from what I've seen. He's got smooth hands and he's great at pass the puck. I haven't really seen much of a shot from him as of yet, but I watched a Winnipeg preseason game and he stood at me when he's on the ice and I was like, This guy never made it in Detroit. I mean, it's kind of weird because Detroit, like Jeez, I would have made it in Detroit last couple of years <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know yeah. I just uh, <laughs> so I mean he's got a chance in Winnipeg I think I think, I think he was out with impressing. a few injuries too yeah I think he's but. impressing in Winnipeg and I wouldn't be surprised if he uh I don't know if he plays full-time but I can see him staying in the NHL level and maybe swapping in for a few games and maybe he has a good year and he starts to build himself a top nine role. You don't know. I mean, he was a first round draft pick, so he could be successful. Yeah, yeah, so, wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah, that's my three players that, I, that stood out to me so far this preseason. There's so many players that come in and out. It's so hard to keep track of everybody. There is, but yeah, once the season
0: gets going and uh, rosters are a bit more, you know, stable. consistent, we'll be able yeah. to uh, see who's really putting on a show.
1: Yeah, but I mean, just just to sit down and watch a game for a half an hour. I mean, those were three guys that automatically stood out to me. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it for that.
0: Wicked. Thanks, buddy. Uh, So, folks, today on the pod, we'll be discussing current NHL news, as always, uh, from um, around the league and uh, the hockey world abroad. Uh, Another installment of NHL New for the Week. And we'll also have 10 hot takes for the upcoming upcoming, uh, NHL season. So I'm pretty excited for that. (laughs) But before we get into that, uh, let's dig in some news, shall
1: we? Yeah, are you um, gonna? So, what do you have wrote yeah. down first? I want to hear what you got.
0: All right, so yeah, I'll just I'll just throw topics at you, and we'll get your two cents on uh, everything, and then we'll throw it back on me. and All right, I'll give it my four cents. All right. <laughs> um, Sounds so good. the first thing, uh, this is just weekly news recap, pretty much just the stuff on the uh, NHL website. We can talk about it. So Seattle Kraken might have the new best jerseys in the NHL. Those look sick.
1: I like them, man. I'd, I'd I can see why some people won't like them because. It's just an S, and it's not necessarily the most creative, but I think they look clean, man, and I, I don't see anything wrong with them. I, the I colors think they're is the what best, does it for me. I don't think they're the worst. I think it's very interesting use of colors, and I think that's why they're standing out to a lot of people. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's for sure.
0: I love them. I'm, I'm ordering a jersey right now, man. Like really? I swear to God, I'll, man, I'll have it in before Christmas, and I'll rip it on the pot. I'm probably getting Jordan Everly. It was between him or Brandon Tannehill just so I can do the eyes – uh, whenever, yeah, I, wear it, whenever I wear it whenever i watch his so. watches games yeah no um mm-hmm. but yeah uh so we had a couple sussies in the league so dylan uh McElrath, uh got suspended for four games and ridley greg <laughs> got suspended yeah. for two games uh both with high hits what do you think
1: macklereth is just a fucking goon i mean he's just trying to carve an nhl career but he's not going to do anything he's only carving the, he probably can't even pay off his truck now that he got that fine Suspension. I don't know. Did he get a fine? I mean, dude plays in the AHL, so don't don't come up to the league trying to make a make an impression and knock some some guys teeth out uh, when you're not fighting him. You're not going to do anything. He's going to stay in the minors now. If I was a GM, I trade for him just to bury him. Guy's you know what? Dirt. When
0: we have uh, Maclethart on the <laughs> podcast next week, I'd say he'll have some choice
1: words for you. Guys, absolute dirt. i I'd, I'd trade for him just to bury him. <laughs>
2: oh geez
1: <laughs> and uh what about really greg? greg the prospect yeah man. i mean I, I
0: didn't see that coming he scored a nice moment. goal he scored a beauty goal a little backhand yeah.
1: toe drag top shelf yeah on he's backhand
0: yeah he just got to stick
1: up on dubois hey yeah you can't be doing that man i mean it looked pretty he had a lot of time to do a lot of other things and that so i didn't really yeah. i agree with the suspension um give it to him and you know he'll come back and it, it'll make him not want to do it again because where he's a rookie and everything, he's not going to be wanting to be sitting a lot. He's going to want to be in the lineup. So hopefully he'll learn from it.
0: That's right. Rangers will retire number 30 for King Hendrik Lundquist on January 28th, 2020. Deserving or not?
1: Not deserving. The guy's absolute joke. I'm joking. Oh, man. Never, yeah, want joking. <laughs> Never want to cough. Never want to cough, man. This guy's a no. plug. Easy decision. It's not even a decision. Yeah. It's like, they probably never even decided it. I mean, it's just like Lundquist retired. All right, draw up the Jersey. Let's, let's hang this up. So, I mean, it's not even a decision. The guys, one of the most iconic, when I think of the Rangers, I think of Lundquist, honestly. So do I. Maybe that's, maybe that's my, my, uh, what time I grew up in, but, but you know, they had Messier and everything. But I mean, when I think of Rangers, I think of Lundquist, so it's an easy choice.
0: Yeah, for sure. I'm going to be so happy to see him and his uh, wife and kids there for the, uh,
1: yeah, he's going to be crying, Boys man. He's in the going jersey. to be
0: great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sad to see him go out like that without even it's a chance tough, of winning man. the cup. Just, like, yeah. heart surgery, right? Like, what can you do? His doctor yeah. said that Yeah, that's probably tough, the man. best he, loved to he, too. And, he yeah,
1: loves to play. He loves to play, man. That's the thing about Lundquist. I mean, he really wanted to get back and play. But when you got problems like that, I mean, you know, there's bigger things in hockey. But, you know, maybe he gets to a management role with Rangers or another team, and I think he tries to stay in it somewhat.
0: I think so too. If not, I think he has a career in like fashion the or modeling. male modeling. Like the, the guys, a handsome bastard.
1: Beauty, yeah.
0: Uh, Austin Matthews practices with the Leafs for the first time since his wrist surgery, and he looks sick.
1: I mean, Have you even did... seen some of the like, yeah like man. plays can... that he's making in practice? Hand eyes, yeah. on real. It is, yeah. That drill yeah. that he was doing,
0: getting pucks flicked to him, knocking him down, and shooting a minute from the net. You... That's imagine. Sick,
1: man. Imagine what he'll score with a good wrist. If he scored, if he wanted to rock it with a bad wrist, I mean, he could score 60 and 82 games once in his career. I wouldn't surprise me. I all. think so too. Yeah, but for uh, sure. I don't know if it's this year, but I can see it happening definitely. I mean, he's that good. I, I don't know I got the Leafs hat on. I'm acting a little bit uh, biased, but I mean, it's just true, man. Like if you if you're somebody who believes Matthews can't score 60, you're probably a Montreal fan, and you're probably upset because you. Last year uh third overall pick Kat Kani for a few dollars. So just shut up and uh watch the King. Watch the King yeah. of Toronto.
0: Shut up, Montreal fans. <laughs> you can have your <laughs> I'm cup joking Finals. Man. I
1: like Montreal. I don't like them, but I don't hate them. I'm just I'm not I'm not doing a very good uh, thing here trying to get new listeners. If you're a Montreal fan, I'm sorry. I just get a little bit upset when people hurt my feelings. So it's passionate. Anyways. It's all right, you're allowed to be passionate yeah. here. Yeah. Wow. All right. Uh, the
0: 2022 Winter Classic between the Wild and Blues was announced. It's going to be played on January 1st of um
1: 2022. Really? Uh, I never knew that. What do you think that. of the lineup? I never knew they, that. Uh, Matchup. I think it's going to be interesting. um Did you say Blues? Blues and Wild. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. To see, oh, yeah. I knew that because I knew the jerseys they came out with. Yeah. So I don't I know I love why. those jerseys.
0: The old, the old school jerseys. Yeah. They look
2: nuts.
1: Yeah, that just left my memory, so sorry about that. But, yeah, yeah I do. No worries, man. I remember Jared Spurgeon uh, had a little, like, thing on uh, Instagram trying on the jersey and stuff. So, yeah, I'll be watching it. So, um, hopefully they win. Capriza I'll probably get a hat trick. It uh, wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that's a great lineup. It's the state of hockey versus – Yeah, uh, it's going to be a fun game to watch. Not defending Stanley Cup champions, but recent Stanley Cup champions. So, yeah, it'll be a real good one. Uh, adidas gets the jersey deal for another year and they'll debut on october 12th when the regular season gets going um not really news just kind of something to report on uh so i kind of missed the reebok and ccm jerseys but
1: adidas i like adidas, adidas man i, th- I yeah. think adidas jerseys look really clean i think that the neckline yeah uh, they did do, really do a good job neckline. of uh,
0: cleaning up the necklines they they used to just yeah. be like stitched like this nothing about them but yeah i
1: I actually like them better than Reebok. I'm sorry if that hurts your feelings, but uh, yeah, that's all right. I'm an old school guy. I like old school stuff. I like that's Reebok too, but I think the I think Adidas is that that look, that clean neckline, and just like the the jerseys look like they're made better, man. I don't know, but uh, I think that's the way of the future, and I think Adidas is probably going to be making jerseys for NHL for a long time. Yeah, I won't stop I,
0: me from buying them. I'll tell you no, that.
1: definitely not.
0: Steven, some uh, disappointing news out of New Jersey. Uh, goalie Mackenzie Blackwood is undecided on the COVID-19 vaccine which means he oh, won't really? be able to travel um, to Canada just like how we were talking about Tyler Bertuzzi um, last podcast
1: yeah well this is a bit of a uh, with Detroit situation with Bertuzzi it's not so daughter as losing your number one goalie so uh, yeah. they're obviously probably concerned and management is probably concerned about that but uh, I mean, you can do whatever you want. It's a uh, freedom uh, in the country you choose if you want to be vaccinated or not. So they'll work around it. I'm, I'm sure if he really, really wants to play every game, I mean, he'll get over that and he'll get vaccinated if that's what he needs to do. But I mean, yeah. in the end, it's his choice. So not much you can do about it.
0: For sure. Uh, some sad news out of Detroit. Uh, Yakov Verano is out at least four months with a shoulder injury and i got here in brackets fuck because um that's brutal for detroit's top six
1: Vrana could have broke out like insane this year he could have been a big point score and i feel like if there was a year for him to break out because with the rookies coming along you know they're not going to be as prominent as they will be so this is kind of that one year where you could establish yourself and stay in that top six for a long time and Four months is a lot of time to miss, and then you get to recover, and then you got to get into the groove of it, uh, when, and it's probably going to be too late to get into the, to, to be able to keep up with everybody. So I think he's probably going to have a bad year uh, with this news I because mean, it's so hard to keep up with people after having an injury like that.
0: Yeah, you take your shoulder out. That means you can't practice, like, taking shots, stick yeah. handling is good passing. Uh, yeah. You can still work out lower body, but trying to get into that midseason – groove when everyone's already been playing for four months it's hard to do yeah so Uh, fortunately i think it's probably gonna have a bad year
1: yeah for sure uh, i was next year yeah (laughs) i've learned how to say that pretty good yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) um jonathan Tays plays first game in more than one year i he missed last season with uh, chronic immune response syndrome which uh was pretty bad for the hockey world just because I grew up watching Taze and so did everyone else. So it was pretty rough to see him miss a full year of hockey, but uh, he looks back and he put up uh, a couple points already in the preseason. So he's looking like he didn't miss a step. So hasn't missed how come I get that extra, extra little boost? He
1: hasn't missed a beat. I mean, he's probably going to come in and have, I don't know if he's going to get a lot of points like that, like the, um, probably 40, 50 points and he's going to be a good two way center. So, and he's a leader. So. I mean, I think they'll be all right. And I think they're happy to have him back anyways. I
0: would say, yeah, great leader. Um, Canadian teams over this past week wore orange jerseys for National Day of Truth and Reconciliation for the indigenous population. Um, they look pretty good too. And it's, it's good to draw some awareness to that because there's a lot of indigenous players, well, not a lot. Um, but a nice few indigenous players in the NHL. So, yeah, I'm sure that they meant a lot. So,
1: yeah, I played with some indigenous people too. So, um, I've played with some good hockey players that were indigenous too. So, uh, it was yeah. pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, I watched uh, what game was that I was watching the other night? I think it was, might have been the Leafs and uh, Ottawa. And they had, they had a little like a uh, song and the like indigenous song at the start of it. And they did like uh, instead of doing a national anthem with two languages. They had their uh their language as well, so they did it with three languages. That was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I remember seeing that last year in the playoffs when um all the stuff about residential schools started to come out, and they uh had that the Winnipeg and Edmonton series.
1: Yeah, it's always great to see stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah on a more somber tone, uh, UHL suspends Andre Deniskin for three games, uh, plus ten games for making a racist racist gesture at. John Spear and Rick. Um, sorry if I butchered that name. Jalen, I think. Jalen? Oh, it is too, yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. Um, but get this, it's three plus ten, so it's 13 games, but he can avoid the additional 10 games if he <laughs> pays paying, the yes. U, Yeah, the US equivalent of $1,880. Absolutely. is not a fucking joke.
1: He should never play another professional game of hockey again. Uh yeah,
0: that is that's pretty fucked up. Like I don't it's know. It's
1: a sin, man. I hope he gets signed. I heard rumors of him getting signed in the HL. I hope he comes over into a better environment because uh, he shouldn't have to deal with that. And yeah, I, for I hope the sure. guy never plays uh, whatever his name is, uh Andre. Fuck his name, is. Yeah, I hope he never plays another pro game again. So that's yeah, I know
0: nice he sh- If he can't act more mature than that, like that's what fucking kids do on the playground when they don't know any better. Like fucking, I don't know. Like that. That has no room in the game anymore. Like if it his, ever did, but his like,
1: excuse so. was, um, I believe I have seen a quote where his excuse was emotions in the game. I don't actually mean that it's just emotions during a game, but if you have those type of emotions during a game, you obviously have those type of emotions when you're not playing the game. Exactly.
0: So. Yeah. I know for that, just to come out in the spur of a moment, just like, I'm running the mill, just hockey scrum or just like in game, like, I don't know how you can have a player on that, like your team. Like, I, I hope the team does
1: suspend him for longer. I hope he gets. I hope he you never know, plays another pro league. game again, man. I mean, okay. he should be kicked out of the league. I mean, not now. I mean, you could, you should have never done that, but especially after all the awareness that's been brought to that situation, it should never be. So I, I hope he never plays another pro game. Because Yeah. you just, see
0: Wayne Simmons' reaction
2: to it?
1: Yeah. I mean, he said, Here's- he said he. Doesn't even want to put his kids in hockey and stuff. Yeah. Did you hear that quote? So you don't want to hear that. So it's just saying. No. I think he should be taken away with.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's. Yeah. Well, Wayne Train said like there's got to be harsher penalties. Like if you're gonna give this guy only three games for that, and then he can pay his way out of getting out of ten more games suspension. It's a joke.
1: Yes, it's a joke. man. It is. It's a fucking joke. But, like uh, the Russians be... don't care, man. They never care about anything. So they're just going to move on and it sucks because of, uh, there could be a lot of American talent, Canadian talent go over there. And that is, you know, of African-American and just be bullied like that. It's not fair and it should never be. So, uh, yeah, there's not much more you can say. It just should, shouldn't happen. So they need to get their shit together in the UHL.
0: Yeah, for sure. That's unacceptable. I can't imagine if that happened over here, if that happened over here, uh, I can't imagine that outbreak that would come out of it. Like, I don't, know. Yeah. I don't know I don't know I've never been to Europe so I don't know the whole climate over there around like uh racial justice and stuff like that but that's unacceptable for sure
1: yeah it's uh you can't really say much more than this should never happen and he should never play another game of hockey again because there should be way larger penalties than what he faced and it's not really fair to uh Jalen Schmerich I think his name is so yeah I hope he gets signed in the NHL and I hope he comes over and has a good year that'd be nice to see
0: yeah, so. I wish nothing but best for that guy. He don't deserve that, man. Kind no. to play the game he loves, man, going through that. It's yeah. a fucking sin. Um, anyway, on some uh brighter news out of Toronto, yeah. Sheldon Keith, the head coach, agrees to a two-year extension. Uh, any thoughts on this one?
1: Um, I mean, he's played two years as a coach now. He got his first full training camp this year. You can look at it and say, well, he hasn't had success in playoffs, but anybody who – there's so many more teams that are outside of the playoffs with a lot worse coaching. And I mean, he's just a great coach. I think he's a great coach and he puts the team in a position to win every night, just because they haven't had playoff success. Doesn't mean he shouldn't be, they should fire him and get rid of him. I think people just overreact. I think he's a really good coach. And he, he is a great it. coach. Have you ever
0: looked at his junior numbers?
1: No, but I'm man. Don't I know he was somewhat of a game. I think
0: He was on um, Sault Ste. Marie in the OHL. And I think his, I think he had like over a hundred more wins than losses, or something like that. Like, it's a crazy number. His junior stats are unreal for a coach, and it's it yes. makes like he won oh, the Calder Cup Saint, too. It was to St. Marie because yeah. um, Dubas is coach there. or GM there.
1: They were together um, in the OHL uh, in the Sioux, and then they were together in AHL in Toronto, and yeah. they won at, at that level too because they got a Calder Cup. Now they're together in the NHL, and they're trying to win Stanley Cup. I think they're so, going to do it. Cool. I think he's the
0: coach. I think he's if, the coach to do if it. If they
1: win the cup, man, I mean, people. We can talk, sit here and talk about Toronto and laugh about them losing in the first round, but uh, they're close, man. I think if this team gets out of the first round, I think you yeah. can see some major, some major like movement and to winning. That's why
0: so, I think that the two years isn't uh, just a random number. I think um, Dubis has given them a year to make it out of the first round maybe lose in the second or third round but just get that monkey off
1: their back. If they and get it in the first them... round, he gets a long-term deal. If they no, if he doesn't get it in the first if round,
0: that's the the second year of this contract is where he has to win the cup. And if the cup isn't won in two years, I think then you start moving pieces like Keith. You got to bring in some new another yeah. coach. Well, you then you got to move some of the players.
1: Yeah. I don't I I'm... think you got to wait, man. I I I believe in patience because I mean, look at St. Louis Blues. They were fucking on the edge of getting in they were in the playoffs every year and they could never get anywhere but when they got somewhere they won so i think you got to have patience but uh you know it's kind of hard to have patience when you're a general manager too
0: yeah you're right even dupus's job may be at stake by uh the manager like uh the owners they might look at stuff uh yeah just eat by the people that own the team might just say i don't think this uh Dubas (laughs) kid is really getting the job done. It's been – how long has he been there? Six years?
1: No. He's been there six years, but he hasn't been to GM. I think he's been to GM for three years, four years. Okay.
0: Well, yeah. Anyway, yeah, you're right. So, he might be there a nice while, yeah. But, anyway, I think that's great signing keep. I think he
1: is. I think he's a great coach. And if he does end up getting fired from Toronto in the future because they did not win the cup, which – I probably don't agree with again, but um, I think he's got another job lined up somewhere else because he's. Oh yeah, goals. for sure. Yeah. Um,
0: Duncan Keith skates with the Oilers for the first time. Isn't that weird?
1: That's really weird actually. Yeah. I, know I can't if I'd imagine like it. watching him this season.
0: <laughs> I, I just can't wait for me playing on the line with. uh, Well, if he even gets any time with McDavid and dry I want to, because, uh, that's not like Chicago. I'd never sit down and watch a Chicago game, but I definitely catch like a late Oilers game or something just them being a Canadian yeah.
1: team and all that. I think he adds a lot to the room, man, cuz he've he, he's been there and he's won a lot, so um I think that you can't measure that in statistics what he probably brings. So Yeah. Yeah, I think no, you're right.
0: Those intangibles you can't put on a scoreboard. So Yeah, you're absolutely right. So some news out of Vancouver: Brock Besser expected to miss some of the some some time with an undisclosed injury. So when I mean some time, I think that's just the first week of the regular season. So Is he should news? be back in Oregon. because
1: this guy's always injured, unfortunately. Jeez, uh, yeah, so. <laughs> he hasn't
0: had a really good season since like his rookie year. Yeah, he's got a great shot though. I think he's off. got,
1: I think he's got like a top ten shot in NHL though. Yeah, he he has an
0: unreal shot.
1: Yeah, so I think he's going to get it together. And um, maybe when he hits his prime, 25, 26, 27 years old, he has like a great, great year, like 40, 50 goals a year. Yeah, probably.
0: I could see that for sure.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: This one sucks. Uh, Nick Backstrom, a great friend of the podcast. Um, He could be out to start the regular season. Same thing as Brock Besser. It's, um, It's week to week or even day to day, but still. I Hate to see Nick Backstrom, yeah, missing any time at all.
1: Well, Evgeny Kuznetsov, man, he's got the he's got to roll with it now. Because, well, I guess they got Larry Zeller, second line center now, but I mean, he's better on your third line, so I I don't think they're gonna take too big of a hit though. Because it's Washington and they always end up being all right when it's all said and done, yeah, somehow,
0: yeah, for sure. So, (laughs) um, so two big question marks got, um got solved over the week. Quinn Hughes signs a six-year contract at 7.85 million um, annual average value. And his uh, buddy and PP uh, (laughs) assistant or whatever, uh, Elias Pedersen signs a three-year contract (laughs) at 7.85 average annual value. What do you think?
1: I think those are great contracts. I
0: think those are excellent contracts. I'm actually surprised. I can't believe Pedersen. well, I knew he wasn't signing long, long term, like eight years, but I thought they were definitely going to get him for five.
1: Yeah, that's the worst thing about the Pedersen deal would be the term. But, I mean, to have a guy who could score 90, 100 points in a season, he's that talented, man. Yeah, he is. He's having for under eight million dollars for three years, I think, is an absolute steal. And that's cunt. These are probably the years now where they might be able to add a piece at the deadline to make a run because they got that extra bit of money. Well, they so, already got,
0: um, I don't know what you add except for more depth just uh
1: just to on the forward quarter. They got OEL yeah. and they
0: got great defensive defensemen. Yeah, but, I
1: think uh, you just add whatever's available at the deadline, maybe you could send off a first round pick because I mean, they're. They're in a weird spot because they're not rebuilding, and they missed the playoffs last year, so they kind of got to get in or yeah. else Jim Benning's gone. I think he's probably gone <laughs> he, anyways eventually. He, he got rid of a lot of bad contracts,
0: though, over the yeah, offseason. Well, a-
1: Arizona is just like the – Louis Erickson's having a really good preseason, by the way. Oh, man, notice. he's got two goals already. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I think Arizona might end up winning that trade when it's all said and done. I think they, they might, might win the cup score. Yeah, they might have a 30-goal scorer in Louis Erickson. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bringing back his
1: Dallas days.
0: Yeah. I got to uh, apologize to the listeners at home. That's a three for uh, Elias Pettersson. He signed a three-year contract at 7.35, not 8.5. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I got some chicken you scratches here.
1: So, yeah, oh, so sorry, under
0: buddy. 7.5. So even better of a deal.
1: Amazing deals, man. Mm-hmm.
0: I think that Quinn Hughes one could turn sour just because of his bad offense or defensive
1: play. Yeah, but, but ha- a any, lot of people, anybody who scores that many points, that's so valuable to have a defenseman like that. So yeah, there's a lot
0: of people online. Well, probably not a lot, but um, a couple I seen were saying that they'd rather have Quinn Hughes at his contract than Kale McCarr at his because it's a difference of almost two million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't agree with that. I'd rather have Kale. I
1: think. Cal McCarr is the, it's going to be the best defenseman in the league. He's probably going to be a hall of famer. In yeah. Areas.
0: Once, once Hedman starts to coin in, I think Cal McCarr takes over that top spot for sure.
1: Oh yeah. Don't
0: this know. is a, this is a great little piece of news now. And I love reading it. Um, Robin Lehner exp- exposes the NHL <laughs> and the NHLPA on Twitter. He outs the medical staff of the Sabres bad employment practices by various teams and a lot more other shady business that goes on behind closed doors
1: in the NHL. Uh, What do you think here? (laughs) I think he should have his own podcast. Yeah, (laughs) he probably should, man. I think Vegas is probably getting a bit frustrated because they just want him to play hockey. Yeah. That's how, that's kind of like a PK Subban
0: situation when he's almost not trying to make himself bigger than the team, but that's kind of how it looks. Yeah.
1: He likes to, he likes to be on the, in the news reports frequently i think that's why he does it but uh you know i'd like to have him on hack tank podcast because i feel like we blow the fuck up
0: (laughs) yeah robin if you're listening buddy you're welcome anytime sliding our dms man yes man great goalie yeah i think vegas might be getting fed up too and the fans because on one hand you're saying just play hockey you're not getting paid to be a, a tsn insider yeah and then on the other hand it is social justice you know like Nobody else has come out yet and been strong enough to out the NHLs. Bad he doesn't practice. care, man. That's
1: a cool thing about him, though. He will, he will literally say whatever he wants, and he doesn't give a fuck what you think.
0: Yeah, I think ultimately that could hurt him or help him, and it could go either way in in yeah. any of those extremes. So,
1: yeah, definitely. I mean,
0: hopefully, <laughs> I don't know. The <laughs> NHL PA says, uh, "Robin, stay in line. Like you're a goalie, or." Not hopefully, but like I think that's what will happen. And
2: uh, yeah, he might get
0: suspended for saying something because remember in New York, um the head coach got fined a lot of money too for uh discussing like for calling out the NHLPA after the Tom Wilson incident.
1: Yeah, you kinda they don't really like to be talked down on. So if you got anything to say. So I you, think he you to keep it yourself.
0: I think he will get fined or suspended because you can't be badmouth in the league that you play in, really. That's kind of bite in the hand that feeds you.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, he's making the money that they're giving him. So, I mean, there's two ways to look at it, I guess.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, All right. I got not news, but um, cool things that I've seen online that I'm going to share with you. So, Bob McKenzie released his prospect rankings for the 2022 draft. I've seen that. I watched that today. Yeah, I love it, man. So yeah. he, he released 16, but I'm just going to go over 10 to keep it brief. So, and yeah. by the way, I can't pronounce half these guys' names. So, um, <laughs> bear with me, please. Yeah. So, yeah. first overall, Shane Wright forward out What's of um, Kinks and Frontenacs. Yeah. So that's kind of sick. Number two, Jesus Christ, Ivan Miroshenko.
1: Yeah, he's a Russian winger.
0: Miroshenko.
1: <laughs> Miroshenko. Miroshenko.
0: Yeah, that's gonna take me a while. I can't <laughs> I can't wait until he just comes over into the NHL and we can just call him Miro because yeah. that's fucked. It's a fucked long game, ass name. Yeah. Um Brad Lambert at three. So the Finnish yeah. kid that he should falls. be Canadian. He should be he Canadian falls. or US, shouldn't
1: he? Yeah, I think he, his his parents live in Finland now though. I think like I think his was,
0: dad played for America or was from America, played um Married a married pro married hockey a Finnish woman. And Then went over there for hockey and married someone. So yeah, Brad unfortunately is uh finished. We'd love to have him over here in Canada, but yeah, so I think he's he dropped three.
1: Last year everybody was saying he was number two. So yeah,
0: I know. But I I mean I'm not it could I'm change, call it's him, only early. I'm just gonna call him Miro. He put on a show like last year when all the junior leagues over here were shut down. Yeah. That was the big that was a big name last year.
1: Yeah.
0: Holy fuck at number four, uh Juraj. Slavkovsky, he's
1: a Czech, right, or a Slovakian? It
0: sounds like that, yeah. He's a forward. That's all
1: I know. That's yeah. all I have. he's right really here. good, man. I watched him. Uh, I think he played the World Juniors this year, and he was re- he stood out for um, the team he's on. I don't know if it's Czech or Slovaks now, but I mean, whatever team he was on, he stood out for. Um, he's like six foot three, really good winger, kind of like Miko Rantanen style, almost. Like nice. really, I love really players tough. like that. Yeah, hard shot, tough player to play against.
0: Wicked. Uh, Connor Geeky at number five, is he related to the Geeky in the NHL? Morgan Geeky's brother, yeah. Awesome. Love and he to plays see it.
1: in WHL, uh, WHO, I think, right, with the Winnipeg? He place. plays uh,
0: with, um, I think, they're Winni- Winnipeg Ice. Ice,
1: yeah, that's who he plays for. Yeah, yeah. and there's
0: another player um, that we'll get to later also on the Winnipeg Ice. So at number six, we have Logan Cooley. Um, a forward i believe he's american isn't he
1: yeah he plays for the u.s team yeah
0: I and i don't know much about him yeah me neither well well it's a long way from the draft we got a yeah we'll figure that out before the that. draft runs around for sure uh so the second winnipeg ice player here is forward Matt Savoy. He i remember dropped a, he dropped off a lot i remember a lot of people saying he was going to be top three and he's yeah. down at seven now
1: um he's like a pesky player he's a Brad Marchand uh, style to him. He's, he's five foot nine. I think he's a little bit smaller and he's kind of a bit of an asshole to play against. So uh, I think that's going to make him uh, stay where he's to because those players who are competitive yeah. like that are hard to find. No, For sure. not competitive, but uh, got a bit of a hard nosed. Yeah. Uh,
0: Daniil Yurov, a forward out of um, Russia, Czech, maybe somewhere like that.
1: Hmm. I don't know where he's from now. I don't know much about this guy either. I got to do some research on this draft. I still got all the people from last draft in my head. So every year I get to clear that out and figure out the new names.
0: <laughs> yeah, same. I got to do some spring cleaning for sure in my brain. Uh, Joachim Kemel, another forward. So the top 10 is all forwards. So I should probably. Uh...
1: Yeah, they got a defenseman at 11, right? And he's, he's, he's a European, I think.
0: Oh, man. Never mind. They got a defenseman at uh, 10, at number 10. David uh, Girasek.
1: G yeah, he's uh, either Czech or Slovak, too. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there's not a lot of Canadians in this um, top 16.
1: No, and there's not a lot of defensemen either.
0: No, there's
1: three. Three. There's three yeah. defensemen.
0: The rest are forwards. No goaltenders like last year. We had, yeah. uh, and the yeah. year before, and the year before that, we had Spencer Knight, um, uh, Askarov, Askarov, and we and had...
1: Well, we had Casa actually because Casa went pro- before,
0: so yeah. But Wallstead was uh projected at projected, like seven or yeah. nine, yeah. yeah. So we don't have so there's Bob McKenzie's top round. ten, so that's kind yeah. of cool. Um, I thought this was cool. So in the first round uh, of last year's draft, there was only I believe 15 um people signed to entry level contracts. So go over to them now. Uh, Mason McTavish, McTavish signed a three year Contract. So that means veneers and Owen Powers didn't sign contract. Yeah,
1: well they're in Michigan, so they're not exactly yet.
0: yeah. Um so McTavish signed a three-year ELC, but he's expected to play in Peterborough of the OHL. Um Eklund signed a three-year ELC in San Jose, but is expected to play for Gigarden in the SHL. Uh Brent Clark, three-year ELC, he's playing for Barry in OHL. Dylan Gunther, he looks sick. Yes, he's, yeah. he's Scored some nice goals already in preseason. He's gone
1: back, though. I think he's already he? released. Yeah. He
0: yeah. Was, he's expected to play in Edmonton with the WHL. Um, Cole Sillinger from Ottawa signed a uh, three-year ELC, too. Uh, but he's playing in Medicine Hat at the WHL. Cole Sillinger? I think he went to Columbus. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm thinking about um, the other uh, NHLers. Oh, man. <laughs> I got all these names next up. My don't worry arm. about it, man. Yeah, man. There's yeah, fucking names. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then uh, Kosa signed a three-year ELC with Did Detroit. He?
1: That's yeah. cool. He's playing at Edmonton, he's, right? Yeah,
0: but he's in Edmonton playing in the WHL. But he looked yeah. all right in the uh, yeah. the prospect game. Give too. him a
1: few years, man. Just give him a few years as a goalie.
0: Yep. I'm uh, going down the list now, just looking for notable. So uh, Fabian Lysel signed a three-year ELC with Boston, but he's playing for Vancouver in the WHL. Yeah, he's going go back Carson, to Sweden. Yeah. No, he's no, he's yeah, he's not going really?
1: back to Sweden, which is a little bit interesting. Yeah, no, he's they, playing they in the W.H.L., so yeah, yeah
0: get him adjusted to North American ice. Yeah. And then um, Carson Lambeau signed three years with Minnesota, but he's also playing uh, with Winnipeg in the W.H.L.
1: Winnipeg's going to be a monster fucking powerhouse this year. Yeah,
0: it seems like with those um, Matt Savoy, Connor Geeky, and uh, Carson Lambeau.
1: I think they got another couple of good players, too, so
0: probably do look out for those yeah and I thought this one was weird so one of the last picks in the in the first round this year uh Allen, he's going to he was drafted by Chicago as defenseman. he was supposed to go like 50th or 60th overall and, uh Chicago took him <laughs> but apparently they yeah. like him because they he signed a uh three-year ELC uh with Chicago
1: they also signed Colton Dock, didn't they yeah I believe so they just randomly just sign a bunch of guys they draft. I don't even think they care where they draft them. No,
0: and it's only an ELC, so they can they can play wherever, right? It's
1: not a big deal. Yeah.
0: No. Um, so yeah, I found this a cool tidbit. So uh, you know, like usually we have the first round pick always plays in the NHL, or like the second or third usually play in the NHL nowadays. Mm-hmm. So with Owen Powers returning to Michigan, this will be the first year we don't have an um a first overall pick playing since eric johnson in 2006
1: that's a long time really it is yeah i I never realized that i had to do some digging yeah i would be more hesitant if i was a gm to play a first overall pick unless he's a sydney crosby kind of mcdavid type player i feel like i'd be the type of gm to let him play a year in the juniors
0: well the thing is um usually with teams that are picking first overall um You have a a bit of a weak, you know, group. So those players can come in and fit into the lineup. Like, yeah, that's uh, true. But where the thing is, Owen Powers could play, uh, but he chose to go back to Michigan. So, yeah, yeah. I don't
1: blame them. Michigan's like NHL level team. So, yeah, they got got a great team there. We could sit here all night and talk about Michigan, but (laughs) we'll move on. Yeah. Because they got a great team.
0: Yep. So, uh, if all the prospects I just mentioned as well um, don't play the ones that sent, Start an ELC. It'll be the first year since the draft uh, began in I think 1968 that a first-round player didn't um, play immediately after being drafted. Wow. So, but I mean, some player will come in and play some games. So uh, I
1: would say there'll be two or three games there by somebody.
0: Yeah, exactly. So uh that that probably won't come to fruition, but if it does, you heard it here. You yeah, you heard, heard it here, here first. Town podcast breaking yeah. news yeah so uh now to finish off the news i'll just go over some notable free agents with you guys right. i got um, a few
1: things too after that i want to mention oh you go ahead go then uh, yeah i'll go ahead all right sure yeah. um i've seen something that i really didn't like and i think it kind of sucks um arizona is relaxing their dress code maybe i'm old-fashioned but uh i like to see guys come in and sucks just it just like exemplifies hockey right guy coming in talks yeah i think it's just uh,
0: clean. i they yeah they look good coming in and i think the only reason why because i'm the same way like i i want guys coming in on suits right looking professional looking like they're
1: yeah yeah definitely you know
0: here for business right i don't want guys walking in with sweats but the reason why we're saying that and i thought about this too was because we've never really done that these guys have been wearing suits that the game since they were 15 years I old. i would
1: love that man i don't think I'd i ever would want too to and right, i feel but, like a sorry. lot of players love that and i think it's just a culture thing in hockey i think arizona got this big ass whiteboard in their fucking jam room they're like all right what else can we fuck up we did we fuck this up ekman larson's gone we absolutely fucked him up we, um we don't have any fans we, we actually don't have a building next year so we kind of fucked it up oh this dress code yeah we're gonna fuck that up now so they're, I think that's they're what ripping they're ripping right hockey culture, one once, yeah. stitch at a time, man. Just go to Houston or something, man. Jesus Christ, because anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I just think that's bad for the game, man. I'm, I'm sound old fashioned, I guess, when it comes to that. But I just like to see guys walking with a tux, man, ready for a hockey game. There's nothing else yeah. better.
0: It looks clean for sure.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, anything else on your oh, list? Oh
1: shit! Sorry about that. I thought you were. No worries, asking. man. <laughs> um to bring up the recurring topic uh I've seen some news that uh it could take up to the trade deadline for Jack Eichel to go anywhere so most likely he's going to miss this full season miss the olympics and uh be ready to go next season which is a is a crime because he's got so much talent just to leave him sitting there I mean it sucks I don't know what the fuck Kevin Adams is doing again but uh I don't know. I I yeah. don't have any. I don't have anything else to say on it because I mean we've talked about it so much, and I feel like everybody else who reports on stuff too TSN. I mean anybody who reports on hockey is just sick of talking about it.
0: Well, the latest TSN um, insider, Robin Lehner, had some choice words for it. He said um, that the medical staff in Buffalo actually was one of the reasons that uh, he fucked up his ankle so bad and unfair. Like not unfair, but just bad practices on his ankle. Just doing surgery that he wasn't comfortable with and just saying, well, you're signed by us. And when he didn't have a voice, right, he was going through a lot of uh, mental struggles too. So he didn't probably feel like he was in the place to say anything back to uh, Buffalo's medical staff, but he was very vocal about them having very shady uh, medical practices in Buffalo.
1: Yeah. I don't know what they do in Buffalo, kind of like Arizona. Uh, I just don't know what they I don't know if they know how to run a fucking hockey team, but. I don't think they do. <laughs> I don't, <know. laughs> I don't we'll think move so. Hire how how are your hockey tank co host to run Arizona and Buffalo. And I mean, they'd be holding the cup in three or four years. Exactly, man. Keep us in mind. Um, next piece of news. Uh, Canada, Team Canada GM for the Olympics, Doug Armstrong, comes out and says McDavid Crosby and Petrangelo are locked for Team Canada. So, I've seen that too.
0: I'm hyped. Petrangelo is a, a bit of a. Uh, kind of out of the blue, just because I wouldn't have thought of him right off to start as my lock. Doug
1: Armstrong was his GM for a while, though knows that, how Goody plays, knows how he play, knows how he plays the game. So
0: that's true. Yeah, actually, it shouldn't have come as a surprise. I never even thought of that.
1: Yeah. Um. So there's not much you can. There's not much I can ask you for your thoughts on that because it's McDavid, Crosby, and Petrangelo. They're gonna make the fucking team anyways. It's it's, exactly. it's, no, it's no surprise. But I just figured I'd mention it. Um, do you think they're
0: going to be captains? Crosby is the captain
1: and two alternates, and Pietrangelo and McDavid. Could go that way, or they could go with an older guy like Bergeron instead of McDavid. Depends I think what they will. Want. I think they will go the old route. Yeah, I think they do too. It kind of, it's kind of like everybody has their time to be the You'll get your time, McDavid, when you're fucking thirty years old. So yeah, it's kind of it's kind of
0: weird though. To, to see mcdavid be on that it's gonna be weird to see him on the ice it's gonna be so fun to watch the olympics it's gonna be i can't wait i I cannot wait
1: i think we should do like a little live stream like not like show the game or hear the game but maybe if if there's a gold medal game we could chill out on here and have a hockey tank live stream trick a few let's take it to the fans
0: Uh, fans um, dm us if you don't want us to do it and if you (laughs) do want us to do it don't say anything to us on instagram
1: yeah, I think we'll, <laughs> we'll be fine. <laughs>
0: All of our 30 uh followers are going right to the DMs now. <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: to move on, uh, Jake Gensel test positive for COVID is gonna miss go on uh, in a couple weeks, I guess. So that Pittsburgh uh, team is fucked. <laughs> oh my Crosby, god, and Crosby Malkin
0: and Gensel, man, Carter is gonna have to. I don't know, man. He's going to have to start doing roids or something. He's going to have to get juice yeah. to carry that team.
1: The poor guy's just trying to retire. And like, Oh, uh, my God.
0: The guy was like, oh, I want to go to Pittsburgh because they got all these good pieces. Yeah, so I can all retire easy. Letang's going to probably come out and say he's injured now to once, too. He's
1: always injured, man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Hexdall's going to have to find somebody else better than Sam Lafferty to man the first line center position. Oh, my God. <laughs> but – uh <laughs> I mean, they'll be back eventually, and Pittsburgh always finds a way, kind of like Washington, so. Yeah. Don't look too far into it. Uh, I hope so. I got them winning the fucking division. Yeah. (laughs) What a bad call. (laughs) 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 Uh Um, Jake Evans re-signs with the Canadians for three years at 1.7 mil AAV. Nice. Great deal. Great deal, man. He's a good bottom six forward, so that's good value, I think. There's not much you can say on it. Probably a 10 10 goals, 10, 15 assists, 20, 30 points, maybe. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Something like that. I, I put him at a bit less, but just killing penalties. and 20 he's, points, he's a, probably. 20 yeah, points. he's a quick bugger, man. He flies yeah. around
1: there. Yeah, he's a, that's a good signing. Um, Josh Archibald is on long-term injured reserve because he, uh, after he had COVID-19, he uh, developed a heart condition. So oh he's not, able, he's not able to play hockey, so that sucks for him. I've seen him taking a bit of heat where he wasn't vaccinated, and people were kind of shitting on him. But yeah, that's that's the reason because I guess he has a heart condition now. So I feel like that's gonna hurt his career for a while, and hopefully, gets to play again someday. Yeah, I hope
0: that's not like a a lung fist type injury, like not injury, but um, yeah. kind of condition, man.
1: Yeah, let's hope Mike. Uh I don't. I I find him kind of annoying. To play against when I was watching them play the Leafs. So, um, I don't wish a heart condition on anybody. But I'm happy he's not <laughs> going. I'm not gonna. I'm happy he's not nailing Matthews into the boards. So yeah, put it that way, but I mean it sucks. I'll be recovers and plays again. And the Leafs on him. I hope the Leafs. Yeah,
0: him. I also do. I like watching what uh, play. He's a, he's a nice little grinder type.
1: Yeah. Um. And my last piece of news is Philip Broberg got cut from Oilers camp today, which is a bit of a surprise to me. I think he was the 10th overall pick a couple of years ago. Uh, I felt like this was the year he's probably going to make a name. I think he was off. eight. Yeah, he was a high pick, and uh, he never made it. So, I don't know. I guess Chris Russell's got something we don't know about. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> my, All uh... he does is score on his own net as far as I'm concerned. But I guess <laughs> Philip Broberg's not so good as Chris Russell. So. It was me when my brother
0: was out in Alberta. He uh he put up drywall in Chris Russell's garage, did he? I swear to god, man!
1: Wow, gosh.
0: So maybe Chris Russell uh got some pointers from my brother and uh impressed the training team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: If my brother probably extended Chris Russell's career by another five years, honestly, yeah, giving him pointers in did. the garage, they were probably shooting pucks in the garage or something. He's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. hold your stick this way, man. Yeah. And then yeah don't shoot on your
1: other... net. Don't shoot behind <laughs> you. Shoot this way. Remember he scored <laughs> yeah. <his> on net. <laughs>
0: exactly. And he, has he scored an empty or uh, on himself since my brother put up drywall?
1: I don't think so. Probably not. So I mean, something's working. Something's on the go there. Something suspicious. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that doesn't
0: <laughs> surprise me. Broberg's not a big big player yet, so he'd he'd yeah. have to be an elite elite defenseman to make it at his size. I'd say it takes another year, goes back to the SHL, um, puts on a bit of weight, gets more experience and comes in. I next think he's playing in
1: the AHL actually.
0: Yeah, the, on the condors. Yeah.
1: yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's good but to for him to get him back. He could get well, called he might up, be man. up later. In He'll the season, be called yeah. up. Yeah. So that's it for my news. And I guess that's it for your news, is it? Or do you have a few? Yeah, other I just things? had some notable free agents. So all right. Uh
0: Tuka, Tuka Rask, is a free agent. Um, I don't think he's gonna sign at this point.
1: Um, no, I feel like his career is probably over.
0: Yeah. Um, Sammy Vatnin in Dallas. They got a lot of uh, good defensemen. Yeah, so they don't probably, need him. Yeah. He's they got to worry about those
1: six goalies. Out. They got signed six NHL goalies. They got to worry yeah, about that no, they,
0: <laughs> they got a lot of defensemen in Dallas, so they definitely don't need him. And I'd say Sammy's holding out for a bit of money. So I'd say he will move on to somewhere else
1: most likely yeah
0: yeah Kyler Yamamoto in Edmonton is not signed yet
1: is he not I thought he signed other day oh Jesus (laughs) I hope not (laughs) just for the sake of this list you wrote down this news a few days ago he signed yeah (laughs) I'm pretty sure he signed okay man well I don't want to be I don't want to be I don't want to bring you bad news or make you look bad but I think he signed man hey
0: man no worries man this
1: is uh we just don't want to give out misinformation, right? Exactly.
0: This is an informative podcast. If uh, yeah. I'm people happy, are
1: to this. Not... Yeah, people are going to be listening to this saying, I was listening to the Hockey Tank podcast, man. I just seen that uh, Brent Burns got traded to uh, Calgary yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Gaudreau. Pretty cool stuff. It's like, yeah. oh don't <laughs> listen to them we Hockey should... Tank bars. I yeah, don't we... know what the fuck they're talking about.
0: <laughs> yeah. Once every podcast, I'm going to start throwing out a trade rumor like Something that. Fucked,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Crosby just yeah. got traded for McKinnon. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> That'd be the weirdest trade in history.
0: Yeah, Colorado looking for more experience. Takes Crosby, <laughs> shaves yeah. ten years after fucking rebuild, <laughs> or adds ten years on.
1: Yeah. Oh um, uh, my. Anyways,
0: Nikita Kuzma. Nikita isn't signed in Florida. Would you consider that a notable free agent? I thought he was all right in New Jersey. He's a PTO in Toronto, man holy fuck what is wrong with me <laughs> where'd you get All your right.
1: news and crackerjack,
0: I got at NHL.com the credit <laughs> over there don't have a fucking clue
1: <laughs> breaking, he's breaking signings here tonight Goose dude's been in oh. a Leaf jersey for two weeks <laughs> oh man
0: well fuck this list alright I don't think list. I got this one wrong I think I before heard it's this too one. late no I'm gonna keep going I'm gonna keep going Brady Kachuk in Ottawa. I'm pretty sure hasn't signed yet.
1: He's he still waiting not, for his – I don't all think. Right, good, stuff, good stuff. That's good I'm news. I'm pretty <laughs> sure
0: he's still waiting for his 8
1: by 8 I think. Yeah, with bonuses and stuff like that. Yeah. He wants a big payday, and he deserves it because he's probably the next captain. So For
0: sure. I feel like I should yeah. stop, but I'm going to keep going. Um, <laughs> Mark Jankowski in Pittsburgh. He uh, He's a good center.
1: He's not in Pittsburgh,
0: man. Where the fuck is he too? He's in New Jersey, man. Man, holy shit. <laughs> so NHL.com. Gotta get their shit together. Uh like that was I'm last
1: gonna... offseason. season. You're Why talking he... about last. Oh man. This was like dude, this I'm was positive. like three days I'll ago, I'll look it up for you right now. Um dude, this, was look... like, I, dude, this was like dude, this is like three days ago I made this list. Look, I'll type it up now. Mark Jankowski signs PTO. The New Jersey Devil's son, Jimmy VC, Mark Jankowski, and Tyler Witherspoon to professional uh, tri-contracts on September 22nd. Jesus Christ. All right. You're digging yourself gonna, a bigger hole, I'm going to keep going. Okay, I'll let you know. I'm going to you... keep
0: going. Has Kiefer Bellows got a contract in New York uh, in, on the island yet? Yes
1: um he's a restricted free agent coming off to. the
0: coming off his three-year elc i don't I think, think he's you're right. signed. i think yet. you
1: got that one right let's go <laughs> yeah i think i don't know if he's signed or not but i feel like he probably wouldn't get a big prominent role with that honor's group anyways because no not even. Old.
0: i think he's a good scorer i think he, he is he but lou Lamarello,
1: lou Lamarello like just loves leo kamarov like dude just, like
0: Lou loves Kiefer Bellows because he doesn't have any facial hair, man. That's the only reason I he's still so. here. Yeah, if he All had right. any better facial hair, he'd be gone. I'm gonna keep going.
1: Okay, keep going.
0: Patrick Marlowe, I don't think he signed with uh, Sharks yet.
1: You're right; he never signed yet. All right, thank God. <laughs> no, I, I hopefully. So he signs. I think the
0: Sharks are the only ones that sign him at this point.
1: I yeah, I can see that. I'd I'd like to see him have a run at a cup. So yeah, like
0: you said, he a good spot for him might be uh
1: Tampa, Tampa Bay. Tampa too. Yeah, that would that would look good, man. Him speaking and of Perry.
0: Tampa Bay, uh they still haven't signed Marion Gabrick. Um uh... <laughs> <laughs> what Marion Gabrick? <laughs> Marion Gabrick is uh a free agent there according to NHL.com. I figured I'd throw that one in. Wait, what the fuck?
1: Isn't he like 80 now?
0: <laughs> yeah, he came over with the Callahan Callahan trade. I think just he's injury, resi- long term injury reserve. Oh,
1: yeah, well, I don't think Marion Gabrick's going to be playing any more hockey in his life. So I don't think they got to worry about that contract.
0: Isn't that the guy who got shingles or is that Marion Hosa?
1: That's Marion Hosa.
0: Yeah. He still hasn't yeah. signed with Arizona. So still waiting
1: on. <laughs> no, I don't think he's going to sign either, man. You're Still waiting something. on those contracts. Yeah, so thanks everybody for tuning in. I hate to uh, breaking news here tonight. We got Nikita Gusev going to Florida, and we got uh, Mark uh, Jankowski um, in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, and we got
0: Kyler Yamamoto to sign in Edmonton. So uh, yeah. stay tuned to hear the
1: results of these
0: <laughs> and many others. <laughs> yeah,
1: in the next part.
0: All right, yeah. All right, so guys, don't go anywhere unless you want to, because I wouldn't blame you after that terrible uh, news breaking. But um, <laughs> up next, we're going to have some hot picks for you guys. Or NHL hot take sorry All right now for NHL newbie of the week uh it's pretty self-explanatory but for the new listeners NHL newbie of the week is a segment hosted by a good friend Caleb Smith uh, that focuses on one Newfoundlander that played in the NHL um all right i guess now that everybody's on the same page Caleb um how are you doing
3: Oh, I'm great, man. Great to be back. Perfect.
0: Watching any preseason?
3: Um, I actually watched a bit of the Black Ox Blues game, and man, we beat him five to one. And um, what's his name? Colton Dock, red dock's little brother. He scored his yeah. uh, first preseason goal. So yeah, the future's looking bright, man.
0: That's wicked, man.
1: He's a boss. <laughs> picked him, picked him because of his last name.
3: You yeah, yourself.
0: Same reason they traded for Jones.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they broke up the Famous Sakura brothers, so I don't know, maybe they're not going for that.
0: Yeah, (laughs) the city of brotherhood love, brotherly (laughs) love or whatever that is. Anyway, tell us, uh, who is the NHL Newfie of the week?
3: Hey, This week, our Newfie is Jason Morgan from St. John's, the capital of Newfoundland, of course. Uh, St. John's obviously produces the most of our NHL players that come from the province. So he's the first one that I'm going to focus on from St. John's. He was drafted 118th overall in the 95 NHL draft by the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, Jason spent his most of his career in the minors, but he did play a total of 44 games in the NHL for five different teams. So this guy has been, he's been around the block and, uh, will try and uh, give you a highlight of where he's been. This dude has been everywhere. Um, in 96, 97, he finally made his L.A. Kings debut. He um, played in Kitchener in the OHL before he got um, drafted. He spent one more year there in the OHL before he made his debut. But finally in 97, yeah, he played for the Kings, and he played three games in the season. He went pointless, but then in the next season, 97, 98, he finally tallied his first goal for the Kings. So I had a boy, Jason Morgan. Let's go, Jason. <laughs> um, from all the way from 97 to 98 until Oh three Oh four. He spent his time in the minors, spent some back between the ECHL IHL and AHL. So I'm not going to go into all the teams he played for, cause we'll be here for 10 years, but I'll just play <laughs> the leagues that he played in. So yeah, after being in the minors forever in Oh three Oh four, he he uh, played for the Calgary flames. He played 13 games and he got two assists.
1: Oh. So, um,
3: Yeah, he got his first (laughs) assist with the Flames. Wow. Then also later on that season, he got traded to the Predators and he played six games and got another two assists with the Predators. Then finally, this is kind of the reason why I picked the new for the week, Jason Morgan. (laughs) Uh, In 05-06, he played for the Chicago Blackhawks. He played seven games and he scored one goal and one assist wow so so, he's uh he's in the record books for chicago so yeah you got to play some my heart
1: <laughs> yeah point yeah. tell he's going up quick so this guy was a pure playmaker if he was coming in and getting two assists i mean he doesn't even <laughs> get any goals this guy just gives apples all day yeah. uh
3: he uh would end his nhl career the following season in uh minnesota so you Might like him too, Stephen. Yeah, I guess. I'd never heard of this oh my guy. Oh, god, James, from <laughs> to Detroit. Come on, man. Jason, man. Jason, don't disrespect.
1: I guess, well, I, I wouldn't recognize him in Minnesota because uh, Minnesota is kind of the kings of bringing in guys for five games and them get one point well, and I'll never play in the NHL again. So
3: it's funny you say that because he played four games for Minnesota in 06, 07 and he went pointless
1: exactly (laughs) that's what minnesota does man they're like oh somebody's injured we got a top 10 draft pick now we're gonna leave him in the minors. just bring up some guy who's been in the hl for 10 years he'll play a couple games and send him on his way so that's what they are like
3: state of hockey
1: yeah state of hockey yeah i don't know about that
3: a year chance in
1: minnesota
3: The uh, year after he was in Minnesota, after he finally left the NHL for good, he spent one more season in the AHL with the Houston Aeros. Then he went over to Europe, and he played in the Swedish League. He played one season. Then he uh, – I'm just going to really give a brief example here of where he's been. He played one season in the Swedish League. Then he came back and played a season in the AHL. Then he went and played a season in the Austrian League. Then he went and played a season in the Norwegian League.
1: Wow. And then
3: – at the end of his career, he spent three seasons in the ECHL and the CHL. That's obviously not the Canadian Hockey League. That was the defunct Central Hockey League, just another semi-pro yeah, yeah. senior league. Yeah. And um, he was actually the captain of the Stockton Thunder in his uh, final really? year in the that's ECHL. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <Wow>. <laughs> and
3: I mean, that's an interesting he, career. Yeah, yeah it and it's actually cool. In his final two years of pro hockey in the Central Hockey League, He played 66 games and got 46 points in his second last season. and his last season of pro hockey, he played 55 games and scored 39 points. Wow. Not bad at all. How old was he at this point? I'm not sure how old he was, but I'd say he was up there because he's been playing forever. I mean, for a guy to get drafted in
1: 95, I mean, play that long. I mean, that's just... It must be just a great career, anyways. To be able to travel across Europe and stuff and play, man, that's interesting. That's more interesting than playing in any in the NHL as far as I'm concerned. Yeah.
3: You get all that experience, you get to take in all the scenery too. I mean, he played in Norway and Australia. like that's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. sick. Yeah.
0: Caleb, do you know but, if he was successful in um, Europe? Do you know if he scored many think, points there? Or if he just bounced around?
3: I should have took note of that. I wish you would uh, I knew you were gonna ask that. I'm sorry I can't answer, but I right. uh, say, folks as we at home, monitor, stay
0: tuned uh, for the Instagram post. We'll, uh, we'll get these <laughs> important stats out there. He probably had the
1: same point totals as he did in the minors, kind of. Yeah, he might yeah. Lit up, they might let like up the Norwegian leagues. league, though. doesn't um, take much to light up a Norwegian league, I don't think. He went <laughs> over there, he was the next Matt Zuccarello. <laughs> yeah. Matt Zuccarello was watching
3: his games as a kid, man. Like this dude's awesome. He was the real. Newfoundland Matt Zuccarello watching <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I bet Matt Zuccarello looks up to Jason Morgan for turn-up the league. Yeah, one season.
1: Yeah,
3: but uh, hell, that's uh that's interesting building. because
0: you only hear about um, Terry Ryan going in the '95 draft as the Newfoundlander. You don't hear about Jason Morgan at all. Yeah, man. So that's kind of that's kind of cool that you brought that up because as soon as I heard '95. I even had to Google it because I was pretty sure that's the year Ryan was drafted. Yeah, I didn't realize that,
3: too.
0: They Yeah, they must have debuted the same year, too, because I'm pretty sure uh, Ryan got his shot in 97 um, as well. Okay, sweet. But the, yeah. the Habs, obviously.
1: Yeah. Where did he play juniors? Was it in uh, – Kitchener Green Rangers. The Kitchener Rangers. Oh, yeah. So, he yeah. must have just moved. He must have moved out from Newfoundland when he was, like, 13 or 14, I guess.
3: Yeah. Or maybe in so like instead of playing AAA, just went play junior. in the Yeah, that's what I was going to say. A lot of people
0: um, from here usually do that, leaving their grade 10 year
3: and go over. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah man. That's insane.
0: But I
3: was going to say, um, that doesn't stop there for Jason Morgan. He's actually oh still in the go. He's got a pretty good coaching career. He's coached in, I'm just going to list the countries that he's coached in Hungary, Poland, wow. Denmark. Romania and he currently coaches in the DEL second league, so that's the um second best professional league in Germany. And he's currently coaching there, so he's still on the coaching.
1: Man, this guy might make it back to NHL as like an assistant coach or an associate coach yet. Man, you don't know, he could, yeah. I mean, if he's gathering experience like that, a guy who's been around the block, he's played in all the different leagues. Man, this guy's checked into a lot of two stores two-star hotels you wouldn't believe it i mean this guy's the king of two-star hotels man he's bound to make his way up to the nhl eventually he just doesn't stop man playing career if you think this
0: guy's uh hockey db is impressive
1: you should see his yelp account (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) this guy's like a fucking uh admin on TripAdvisor or something this dude's been everywhere
0: (laughs) yeah that's um this is by far the uh most interesting new for the week yeah, so far because it is. Uh, usually we haven't, well, we haven't had one yet that's uh, been out of North America, so it's good to hear of uh, one that went
3: international.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty cool, man.
3: And also, we played on Chicago, so fucking right Chicago. Yeah, and Minnesota, yeah.
1: man. I'm going to have to go on Google. And uh, take off a fucking picture of this guy in a Minnesota jersey, yeah. maybe change my uh, desktop background to it or something.
3: <laughs> he played four games there, man. So if they took a picture of him during those four games, then you're in luck.
1: Well, I hope so. Well, I wouldn't. He was probably on the bench for most of it, anyways. So unless <laughs> yeah. I get a picture of the bench.
3: Oh man, man, I'm
1: a dick. I mean, this guy's way better hockey player than me, so I shouldn't be saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man that was cool thanks for the information on uh, jason i'm definitely gonna look him up because i usually end up looking up these guys on elite prospects after uh, we end the podcast so thanks for the information buddy
3: no problem it's always a pleasure
0: yes man as always caleb thanks for bringing uh, the new for the week and we'll catch you uh
3: next week until next time boys all Take
0: right stay
3: safe see ya
0: Okay, folks, this podcast is about to get very interesting. Steve and I are going to give you guys some uh, season hot takes. Um, So after watching preseason, we're going to fire off a couple of things we think might uh, go down this season that maybe not everybody agrees with. So without further ado, Steve, buddy, what's your first hot take for the season?
1: Number five uh, on my list, I have Zach Hyman scoring 80-plus points with the Oilers and on a line with Mick Jesus this year. Yeah. This, guy, this guy's playing with McDavid. All he has to do is just be in the right spot, and he's going to get in the right spot. He's going to put a stick on the ice, and he's going to tap it up, up. He's going to go next shift. He's going to get on the ice. He's going to go in the right spot. He's going to get in front of that stick on the ice, tap it up, up I mean, he's got an easy job now. I mean, he got paid. Now he just got to be in the right spot. McDavid's going to sauce it to him, and he's just got to finish.
0: Yeah, I think the only thing that could hurt that prediction is if he doesn't get first line on the power play. I think Pujarvi um, and Yamamoto are uh, pretty big studs this year
1: um, for that. Hyman's Hyman's playing first line with McDavid. That's the reason they signed him. So um, I think if McDavid – people are predicting McDavid to get 140 points, 150 points this year. So. If he's on, that's he, that's only a portion of McDavid's points right there. If he gets eighty something points, so I think he can do it. And that's my hot take. I don't know if many people think that, but
0: I, for one, think he's more of a sixty-point guy. Yeah, um, but that's why it's, a hot, a, that's why it's yeah, a hot take. That's why yeah, that that's a spicy take. All right, I can dig it. If he gets mm-hmm. eighty, man, if he goes point per game, that would be insane.
1: I think you can, man. It's McDavid. It's literally the best player in the world. And yeah. he compliments him so well. Have you seen some of their preseason games together? I have,
0: yeah. Just saw some passes through like the middle of the ice, just backdoor tappings.
1: Yeah. Easy stuff for Hyman. I mean, he's he's gonna I think he's gonna excel playing with McDavid.
0: Yeah. It's a good one. What's your take? So my fifth hot take is uh I think Ovi chases Gretzky's record this year, and I think he scores sixty.
1: Oh, my God. That's so I
0: warm. I think there's going to be a lot of scoring in the league this year. And I think that Ovi has been, like, training all offseason like he's never trained before. I think the kid puts up – or not the kid, but the man. The kid. I think the dumb kid puts man up puts up 60. <laughs> Is that old enough <laughs> to your dad Lincoln's or something? <laughs> I, think, I think Matthews uh, doesn't win the Rocket this year as a subsequent of this, too. I think um, oh, Ovi chases his last Rocket.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, that's fair. I think he definitely got another rock in him, rocket in him because you can't count him out uh, any year. So uh, 60, um, that's why it's called a hot take. Yeah,
0: which is I, – well, I don't think 50 is out of the question ever for over. No,
1: no. I mean, he could get 50 any year.
0: So it's just 10. It's just 10 over that. And I think yeah. – I don't know. There was crazy scoring last year, and it might have just because been because of the divisions, how they yeah. were so – I don't know, different, but I, I think this year there's going to be a lot of scoring,
1: and I, I think he scores sixty. Yeah, I could see, I could see that happening, man. Yeah, it's
0: we'll so nice pick. Yeah, what's your fourth, buddy?
1: Fourth, I have a uh, San Jose selling off core pieces like Logan Couture, Thomas Hurdle, Timo, May- Timo Meyer, Eric Carlson, and Brent Burns. I think they're they soon, re- they soon got to realize that they're not going to make a run with these guys I mean it's just it's, it's just not happening they're not even making the playoffs every year so you're not going to make a run I think uh Doug Wilson has just realized realize it and I think his job's on the line eventually because he hasn't really done many good things from the last few years so or I could see San Jose moving on man selling some guys Eric Carlson I mean that's a higher contract move <laughs> yeah it is 11th um I'll tell you right now, I got down their contracts. Uh, Couture makes eight mil for six years. I think he's an easier player to move. Uh, yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a very consistent two way player. Um, Brent Burns makes eight mil for four years. I think that's a movable contract, too. I can see a team taking that. Um, Hurdle makes 5.6 mil for one year. I think he's moved at the deadline, honestly. His one year deals. A, a team who wants to make a run with a bit of room might be on that. So
0: I think they were talking extensions, and I think that um hurdle even said that he'd uh, take less money to stay in san jose if yeah. they could if they could prove to him that they're going to be more competitive
1: yeah we'll see this is what i got him i got him going off to a bad start on the year that's what i'm predicting so that's what i, said I mean <laughs> on.
0: i wouldn't put it past san jose to
1: start off the year shitty yeah and uh, i got carlson's at 11.5 mil for six more years oh man that's rough so. I mean, they would be retaining salary on that deal. No doubt about that. Uh, yeah. And Meyer for six mil for two years. So
0: that's not a bad contract.
1: No. And I could see if, if,
0: if anything, I think, um, I think they try to move on from Carlson and I think they try to move on from, sure. I can't see them moving on from, well, even Burns too. I can see them moving on from there, but um, Timo Meyer and uh, Thomas Hurdle, I think they keep.
1: Yeah, I think they just got to get to a point, and realize we're not going anywhere. We're not we're just staying where we are. Like you got to either rebuild or or, yeah. or like start signing guys. So you got to make a move eventually. So that's why I chose that.
0: Yeah. No, it's pretty possible because like uh if they get off to a really bad start, I mean they can
1: like like four and twelve or something like that, like a Oh four and twelve. We'll rip
0: it down. Yeah. I wasn't even I was even thinking like in Six October if they go eight and eight in October. Yeah. If they're if they're not like over five hundred by a decent margin by the first half of November, I think they're gonna
1: start. You know to what would surprise me though? They're in the Pacific and that's a little bit of a weaker division. So they could have one of those years where they just Eric Carlson regains his all-star form and consider yeah. plays a great year. So they could they could even make the playoffs, but this is just they could have, the have a sneaky year, you're right. So but that's just especially
0: me. with Seattle, because nobody really knows what they expect of Seattle in the regular season. Yeah. I got Seattle Seattle's playoffs, it's yeah. Seattle's dog shit. And uh yeah.
1: just have to wait and see. Know. That's the fun thing about this.
0: For sure. My fourth hot take, buddy, is uh the Montreal Canadiens surprised everyone who finished fourth in the Atlantic division. Um, and I think they'll lose in the first round to a team in Florida, either Tampa Bay
1: or the Panthers. You know, I could see that happening.
0: I think their forward core improved somehow over the uh offseason. Even with losing Cockney, Cock, 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 Jesus Even with losing KK, I think they still, uh, yeah, they still improve somehow. Christian Dvorak's looking great. Mike I Hoffman. think he brings, yeah, Mike Hoffman. I think they brought in some pieces that KK wasn't bringing, and they're yeah. they're more confident in the players that they have yeah. now because, uh you know, it's like the management wasn't confident in KK because he was started in the AHL and they didn't even. And he was bent sometimes or even healthy scratched in uh, the playoffs, so.
1: Yeah, well, they got yeah. experience now, so, I mean, yeah. they're going to rely on that. I think they've got a good team, but I don't think they have a cup-winning team.
0: No, I don't. That's why I said they're going gonna, they're gonna to surprise everyone, round. but they're going to lose in first round because Shea Weber's not there, so that team is going to look really different without their, their captain.
1: Mm-hmm. Price has gone for the start of the season, too. Yeah, but – uh yeah, they so they we'll picked see. up Sam Samuel Montembeau on waivers today. Actually, I didn't include that in my news. but Nice. Yeah, third string in Florida. So, yeah. Who cares? Exactly. I like that.
0: <laughs> That's kind. Um, what's your third hot take, Steve?
1: I got Carter Hart uh, not bouncing back. I think he's gonna have another bad year. No uh, I'll way. Tell <laughs> 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 I'll tell you why now. Um, I got a couple stats from his NHL career. I'm gonna talk about. Uh, in eighteen nineteen, he played thirty-one games. He had sixteen wins, thirteen losses, one overtime loss, 917. 17 so there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, he goes into nineteen twenty. He plays. Uh, can you games. say that last stat again? Uh, two point eight three goals against average.
0: Okay. And what when was this? And his uh, rookie, rookie year, in year,
1: 18-19? Rookie year, yeah. All right. I had 99 17 save percentage, and that's the year when uh, Philadelphia was really looking for a goalie. They had like 11 different goaltenders play for them. Yeah. That was a weird year where they just couldn't figure it out, and he stepped in and ended up being all right. So, in uh, 1920, he played 43 games. I just dropped the fucking 10. <laughs> <laughs> he played 43 games. He had 24 wins, 13 losses, three overtime losses. He had a 9-14 save percentage and 2.42 goals against average. So, decent year again uh, for him with 24 wins. And uh, last year he played 27 games. He had nine wins, 11 losses, five overtime losses, 877 save percentage. rose, And a 3.67 goals against average, almost four goals a game. He was a second-round pick in 2016, 48th overall, and he's 23 years old, and I have him not benching back. Uh the reason I chose them that bounce back is, um, I think I find it weird why I chose them because Philadelphia added some good pieces like Ristolainen and Ellis on the blue line, but I don't know. I just I just don't see Philadelphia making it in the Metro. I I chose other teams. I think New Jersey's on the rise. I think New York's on the rise. Uh, I don't. I feel like they just change it up to change it up. I don't think they really improve very much every year and I don't know I just but at the same time I think I'd like to see Kevin Hayes have a really good year so I'm a bit I don't know I don't know how I feel about that but I just I think he was thrown to the fire thrown into the fire uh he's 23 years old and he's expected to have a great year every year yeah. I mean he was his rookie year he was like 20 years old in the NHL so I know but it's I think,
0: it's so rare for a goalie to come in and play that young in the NHL
1: I think they need to find a solid backup. I know they brought in Martin Jones from San Jose, but, I mean, uh, Martin Jones has been garbage for the last, like, four years. So,
0: Yeah, he's been brutal in San Jose. Hopefully he picks it up in uh, Philadelphia.
1: I I think they should look for a better goaltender for a tandem. Maybe, like, somebody like Peter Mrazik who went to the Leafs. I mean, if you had Hart and Mrazic, it would have took a lot of pressure off him. I think he's got too much pressure, so I think that's why he's going to fail. And I don't like to say that because that's kind of mean, but – yeah, that's my uh, hypothesis.
0: I think he might be a a goalie like price, like a watered price. I feel like he needs a lot of games. I don't think he's one to want to split it. I think uh, I think this guy's a
1: star. Back this year is what I'm saying. So, uh, what's your take?
0: Yeah, we'll see. Um, <laughs> my third take is Tim Tim Stutzel will score 70 points this year in Ottawa. Uh, I'm oh. saying despite these high point totals i i think ottawa still misses the playoffs though what do you think do you think he can score 70 this year
1: i think he can i don't think he does this year in my opinion Um, his
0: sophomore season you don't think he gets 70
1: i think if especially if brady kachok doesn't sign um i just think it's going to be one of those difficult years to find a back in the net um He's got all the talent. I think he's, he could win a trophy one day. I think he could win a heart, man. I mean, he's that good. Um, he's, he's so he's so quick on his skates, and he's got a great shot. and he's uh, He maneuvers on the ice really well. It's like he's going this way, and then he swings, swings around the other way. He's really quick on his feet. So. He's agile, yeah. Yeah, I think he's due for a 70-point season. I don't know if he will be at 19 years old or 20, but I think you could definitely prove me wrong. He's, I he's think they're capable. gonna have
2: uh
0: I think every year now Ottawa's getting better and better and better. I think they got a fast team and I think they got um they got a lot their, of good
1: prospects. Yeah, they're good prospects. Their
0: power power play is looking great now because they got yeah um Kachuk, Stutzla, uh Shabbat, and they got Batherson and uh um I don't know if that Norris kid is gonna come in and do good this year and push Well he for played a last year
1: for a for a nice bit.
0: Yeah, so I don't know if he pushes that first power point. Jeez, I can't talk, man, power play unit. But if he does, that would be uh, yeah. – they'd they have a nice little group there. Um, but
1: They got a good young core, I think.
0: Uh, yeah, I think Timmy. I think, I think Tim. they had a good
1: coach, too, and DJ Smith. Yeah. Thank you. Uh,
0: yeah, uh, he's a newer coach there, so maybe uh, either yeah, he yeah. might shake that up in a good way or he might just not know the players as well. and. They might uh, not do so hot, but yeah. Either way, yeah. I think Tim Stutzl is a sick player. I think he, uh like, at some point, he's got to score seventy. I just think it's this year. I think he goes on to have. Pro- I think he's the best player to come out of that draft. I know Lafreniere or, uh yeah, Lafreniere and Byfield, but I don't know. I I think I thought Stutzler was going first, first or second overall. I just over had Byfield. Encountered-
1: I just had to contradict you to make it interesting. That's off. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no worries, buddy. Um, what's your second uh, biggest hot take? Or not biggest, but just the uh, number two. My hot second take. hot
1: take: Kirill um, Caprizov scores 100 points. I mean, this is money. Oh. It shouldn't shouldn't even be a hot take. This guy's due for 100 easy.
0: Should be uh, ice cold take.
1: Should be ice cold take. This guy can score 100 with his eyes closed. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he scored uh 40 goals and 60 assists, and uh, he gets 100 points easy, and he gets a C next year, and they, they could just bring up a minor league team and play with him, and he still get 100 points. He's that good. This guy's fucking unreal. He's 24 years old, and uh, he was a fifth-round pick in 2015. He was 135th overall. That's, like, one of the best draft picks since Zetterberg. Oh, chill out now, buddy. He's only played one year. <laughs>
0: he's, he's, he's like. Only... No, oh man. man this dude is <laughs> oh real. he's better than zetterberg
1: man. he's played one that's year one of and... the best that's one of the best picks since zetterberg uh i'm saying of... since since like yeah pavelski he was a jamie seven band. Pick. jamie band then you got caprizov and i think caprizov was better than all those guys except zetterberg you know yeah, you gotta wait and that's see right that's right um he played in the KHL for a while. The year before he came to the NHL, he played 57 games in the KHL, and he had 60. Um, he had 62 points. But the KHL is a lower scoring league, so they don't score as many goals as the NHL. So for him to be over point per game is pretty impressive. Uh, it's bigger ice too, isn't it? It's international yeah. ice. Yeah, they don't score as many points in the KHL, so they uh, they more
0: focus on like puck possession and stuff. Like, yeah, they make like a thousand passes before they even shoot on that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and uh, his first NHL season, he played 55 games. He had 27 goals, 24 assists, 51 points. Four points off being a uh, point of game, so he was really close, and I think he's a point of game this year, and I think he's a 100-point guy. I mean, it's easy for this guy. <laughs> he just He's just too good, and he doesn't get injured. This guy, throughout his career, I looked at his stats, he's n- rarely, rarely injured, and if he's injured, it's like one or two games. Yeah. So I think, I think he's very consistent, and I think that's going to help him uh, – get 100 points so that's my hot take this one's a bit warm but uh I, was... <laughs>
0: I hope so i'd love to see that because uh minnesota's such a great place for hockey i hope they get a superstar but oh, yeah. uh i can't see him maybe i don't watch enough of his games i only see his highlights so right now i don't think he scores 100 he's he's 88 overall so. in the new nhl game so ah they're biased man they'll do anything for someone to buy their games they're that's them going after minnesota fans
1: Yeah, well, they got me. (laughs) It works. Yeah, that's good marketing, buddy. Yeah. What's your uh, take? Uh, So uh, at number
0: two, I have Alexander Barkov scoring 75 points this year. He'll win his second selfie trophy. Um, But in doing this, I think Bergeron scores more. I think Bergeron scores 80, but doesn't win the selfie. And I think that's the closest Bergeron ever gets to another selfie is I think he'll finish second this year. So kind of a little parlay. Uh, so you think of...
1: Bergeron's going to fall off the rails?
0: No, I think he just doesn't go for selkies uh, yeah. as much as he did because you got to be able to combine offensive production with defensive play. And I think Barkov does that a lot better now than Bergeron. I think they kind of switched. Yeah. So I think Barkov gets a second selkie and 75 points. And I think Bergeron finishes his second in selkie nominations. And gets eighty points because he's just playing with and Marchand.
1: I could see that man easy. Uh, yeah. Brakov is is a really he's like a, a when you think of a great center you think of a guy like brackhoff puts up points does it all two way center great leader yeah. yeah I could see him winning two Southies. I would I wouldn't even consider that that high I th- I'd say it's one of your colder takes yeah
0: it is it's probably my coldest take but I yeah. I just had that one in there because it's kind of a little parlay. Because I'm yeah, hedging. Because uh, you're roasting him.
1: Bergeron. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's why it's hot because I'm flaming Bergeron right now. Yeah. And that's the only thing that makes us hot.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that's an interesting uh, take, yeah. man.
0: I think I uh, I think I was pretty conservative on his points, too. I think Barkov might score more than 75 he points. He
1: could score 90 points, man.
0: Yeah, he could. He's that kind of player. Playing with yep. Huberto, too. huberto's, huberto's unreal. Was... Didn't yeah, he kind of come weird. out of nowhere? He was drafted in 2011, Huberto was. And nobody him, really paid attention. took a little attention. while took a little nobody while. paid attention to him until like 2017 and then he just yeah. turned it on
1: yeah he was a he was a hard pick but he took a little while to get going and when he got going uh, and people started paying the floor when the florida team got better that's when yeah that's right in. so yeah fair enough He's a great player
0: what's your top pot take buddy well I can see just by the grin and what you, hat you're wearing, buddy. I can tell what you're about to say right now. <laughs>
1: what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> say it. Say it. I don't know if I want to. I think I should stop it for <laughs> <laughs> No, you got to say
0: your fifth or your first now.
1: <laughs> I can't. I'm laughing that much in my soul. I think they're trying to make police from the cup. Fucking knew it. I knew it. <laughs>
0: just by the way, you're smiling the hat
1: you're I wearing. I can't even. I can't even say it uh i think i think the, tra- <laughs> the police will be come. um that is a hot take buddy <laughs> that's like that's like house on fire called the fire department take. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i think um this is the year <laughs> oh my god if i've ever heard that my dad's a
0: <laughs> fan i think i've heard that for the last 13 years man
1: this is this is the year uh, Amazon uh, Prime documentary uh, all or not
2: hello
0: yeah I think it's uh, I don't know if it's my Wi-Fi or your Wi-Fi but I think one of ours is yeah we're having some
1: technical difficulties here so uh, yeah (laughs) bear with us Uh, (laughs) I guess after I said uh, Tronam Ableton should win a cup I don't much blame him, but uh, I'll, I'll leave you yeah. with the quote on this: uh, "Some of the greatest victories come after some of the greatest defeats."
0: I can get on board with that. You got to lose. You got to learn how to
1: lose. Learn how to win. Enough said, man. Uh, I know I'm making a bad name for myself here tonight. Uh, no, man. I, uh, my top two, my top two takes were Caprizov scoring 100 points in the Maple Leafs winning the Cubs. Yeah, but remember,
0: folks at home, this is an unbiased podcast, so. Uh, none of this has to do with um, our team affiliations or our favorite players. Uh, man, I just think
1: they got they got the fucking group, man. They got that group there, man. How do they not win? Uh, I don't know. I just have a feeling, man. This is the year. This is the year for the Leafs. I know it's been said for fifty five years, but this is the year for the Leafs. I hope Until so, man. Then.
0: It's about time it comes back to Canada.
1: Yeah. I I got a feeling, man. I. I don't know. Uh, I I don't even know what to say because I know everybody's laughing who's listening to this, but except just- for Toronto
0: fans. Toronto fans are on board. They're punching holes through the wall, saying "Fuck yeah,
1: fuck yeah, yeah Steve! It is the year." You're right, <laughs> man. <laughs> I I I'm trying to think of why, uh, other than the fact that I'm a Toronto Maple Leafs fan. But
0: what did they bring in that makes you think that they're going over the top? Is it because think- they got rid of their starting goalie?
1: I don't think it's that. I think it's that they just. Is it lost. because they never brought in
0: any pieces for their blue line?
1: I think it's that they lost. I think their blue line's great. I think Jake Muzzin, TJ Brody, Justin Hall, fucking Morgan Riley, Rasmus Sandy, Timothy Lilligren, Alex Biega. <laughs> I
0: think they. I think they need to bring back uh, Zach Bogosian and Jake Gardner, and then I think they can win Fuck a championship. Fuck Jake Gardner.
1: Fuck Jake Gardner. He's rot.
0: <laughs> the best clutch player of Leafs history. God, don't get me started on him. But
1: another podcast, another podcast. Yeah, to finish to finish this uh, statement off. Uh, mark my fucking words. The Toronto Maple Leafs win the cup. We'll look back at this uh, when the season's over. Um, how much money you want to put down on this? Um, a case. I want to put three beer. I'll put a case of beer. I'll, I, I will put, put a case of beer. beer. All, right. all right, all right. I like I can take that. To- And if if they don't win the cup, I'll give you a case of beer.
0: All right. And if they do, I'll give you a case of beer. I'm probably going to lose a case of beer. (laughs) I think I'm going to drink a nice case of beer after this. Yeah, all right.
1: What's your last (laughs) take? Enough of that.
0: Uh, (laughs) My last take, um, and this is my hottest, but I don't think it's going to top yours. Um, No,
1: definitely not. Nothing in history can.
0: Yeah. With Jacob Rana out for four months, I think Lucas Raymond plays on the top wings line with, larkin and i think he puts up 40 to 50 points in his rookie season
1: i think that's so reasonable i think yeah. that's very reasonable yeah
0: i don't the only thing that's hot about that is i don't think he gets
1: i don't on top think line.
0: Izer, Yersin, or jesus eisman um really plays his rookies that much so i don't think uh he's going to get the reps on the top line but if he gets on that top line i think he puts up 40 to 50 for sure yeah and i'll put a case of beer on that if he plays if he plays more than half the season on the top line, he puts up forty to fifty points
2: for all sure, right,
1: man, I think that's a pretty good take actually, all right, but uh, I don't know if he does this year, so that's why it's hot i don't i don't he might be sitting the h man, so yeah, I don't know so
0: exactly he's not he hasn't guaranteed himself on a roster yet, but he's made a good case for himself,
1: yeah. Definitely. Well, that was some interesting takes. Uh my last take was definitely the hottest. Uh, I don't I don't know how I feel about it now. I just I I had it wrote down. I didn't know if I was actually gonna say it, but I felt like I had to. Um oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see when it all when the year um all folds out and we get to the playoffs and we'll see what happens in. But uh I'm putting my money on the leaves. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're putting your case of Bureau on the Leafs. Uh,
1: I'm not the first man to say that.
0: No, I wouldn't say. (laughs) Anyway, folks, there's 10 hot takes from the Hockey Tank Podcast with Stephen Hale and myself, Trevor Blackburn. We want to, again, thank you for tuning in to the Hockey Tank Podcast. We appreciate your patronage, and we hope to see you again next week. Take care, folks. Stay safe.
1: See you later.